doing your own podcast but thought it was too difficult, let me introduce you to the Anchor app. First off, it's free with creation tools to help create your podcast straight from your phone or from your computer. It'll also help you distribute your podcast to any platform, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, or anything else. It'll also help you monetize your podcast and help increase your listenership all at the same time. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today. said y'all i'm dj pastor happy feet and i have my co-host ty boogie ladies and gentlemen here she is yo 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 this is ty boogie yeah and together y'all we are the show sight beyond sight entertainment radio today's show is brought to you today by love love within first you must love yourself before you can love someone else if you don't love yourself you're no good to no one else love don't hold any boundaries, any faults, any negativity, or any jealous, malice, or enviness. Make sure that you free yourself of all those things that is not of love and of God. We thank God for this podcast. If it had not been for him, there wouldn't be no podcast. And I thank God for my co-host, Time Boogie. And we hear y'all to bring you inspiration and information. And together, we got a great show today. And today, y'all, make sure that you tune in, listen, share, and tell someone about Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment Radio. Today, y'all, we're going to be talking about recovery. Recovery from drugs and talk about the process. And there are 12 steps that you go through. And ladies and gentlemen... We brought somebody aboard with me. We call her Mama B, but she's also known as Brenda Ballinger. So, Mama B, are you there? Yes, sir. How you doing over there? I am wonderful. What about you, y'all? We're doing good. good. Doing good. Now, as you said that, I mean, as I said, you know, we're going to be talking about recovery and the process of it and how it's really hard to do because we have just lost another one in hip hop that has dealt and struggled with drug abuse and alcohol abuse. And it was DMX who was around for a long time. He died at a young age. He was 50 and that could have been any one of us. We lost a lot of loved ones and friends and celebrities due to this demon called drug abuse alcohol abuse or some might even say substance abuse but it's still all the same thing and Mama B is definitely qualified so I'm going to let her come on and I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about herself so Mama B the floor is yours all right, all right. Thank you, Pastor Happy Feet. Um, <clears throat> but number one, um, to recover, you got you have to be recovering from something. My story is I was recovering and still is recovering from alcohol and other drugs. I just want to say this. Society breaks up the drugs. Alcohol is a drug. Alcohol is the gateway drug. Mm. Alcohol is the number one drug. Alcohol is the legal drug. So the media and society say alcohol and drugs. And uh, I just want to say this real quick. Now, alcohol is ethanol. Mm-hmm. And ethanol is uh, something they used to give us. I don't know if they still do it uh, to have surgery to cut us open. 
right? Mm. So alcohol is a drug. So when I say drugs, alcohol is at the top. So I don't have to say alcohol and drugs because they make it seem like alcohol is different from other drugs, but Uh-oh. it's not. Uh-oh, break but, it down, Mom B. It's not, it's not, you know. And a lot of people in the recovery process usually relapse on alcohol thinking, making it different from other drugs. Mm. Yeah, and, 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 and there's a saying is that it doesn't matter what clothing the drug wear. Right. You know, and switching drugs from, from, from alcohol to crack or marijuana or whatever, a drug is a drug. A drug and is a drug. And switching drugs is like changing seats on the Titanic. You're going down. You're going no down. Matter, no matter what the drug so, is. So you said that you're still in recovery. So how long has it been since you, uh, or, or when, when did you become clean? I think that's the word that we use. Okay, and I uh, would say I'm still in recovery because I will be recovering until I get my wings. Mm. You know, it's a day at a time. My recovery uh, began in 1977, May 31st. A few months this, before I was born. That's right. God got me ready for you. God's to Next be more month, careful. <laughs> Next month on the 31st, I will have 44 years clean from drugs. Wow. And and the process in that, it is not easy. It is not easy. But the number one thing that helped me and is continuing to help me in my process is having a God of my understanding. Just to be more careful. Come on here now. And when and when I say my understanding, mm-hmm. and see, like as far as the twelve step programs, I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but the twelve steps came from the Bible. Hmm. And in the twelve step program, what we call spiritual principles are actually the fruits of the spirit. But see, the 12 step programs is not a religious program. It's just spiritual. Right. You know, so the terminology is just different. And like when I'm speaking at um, a 12 step function, I am sharing my experience, strength, and hope. And when I speak in the church setting, I'm testifying. It's just the terminology. Right. You know? And so, um, so what helps me, like I said, God first and, and through learning those spiritual principles, the fruits of the spirit through learning them. Okay. I'm able to apply them. Right. Okay. So tell me this when, when someone is trying to, uh, when someone is going through recovery and they're dealing with these things and facing all of these problems how is it that you're able to stay clean how is it able to fight because it's hard for some people to just say let go and what we just say is it because of they have a weak mindset or what is it that they usually say in the AA that when someone relapse okay uh, uh, okay when say like with the time that I have, mm-hmm. if I relapse today, yeah, it's only because I want to. Mm. Only because I want to. And see, I've learned through this process and getting and having a relationship with God. I realize I have a choice. I've been blessed with the power of choice. That's the only power that God blessed me with is the power of choice to use or not to use. So all of this time, I've been choosing not to use. So if anybody is going through any kind of situation 
It is not a reason to use. All the excuses is gone. We do it because we want to. Now, I've been through a lot of chaotic situations over uh, the years. Now, what I do, I talk. Yeah. And seeing like the meetings, the 12-step meetings is like a therapy group. You know, it's like one addict helping another. There's nothing I can go, nothing I can say in a a meeting, a 12-step meeting. I can be confused and it can sound crazy and all of that. But everybody there understands because we've all walked in the same shoes. Okay, so when you're in a meeting, and I visit and have been to these meetings before, when someone gets get up and state their name, and at the end of their name, they say, I'm an alcoholic or something like that. Hello, my name is Vincent and I'm an addict. Isn't that still putting me um, in the category of a place for me in my past or continuously to keep me if I'm reminding myself this is what I am if I'm recovering for it? Shouldn't it be if I am a recovered addict? Or why is it that they say that? Mm-hmm. Well... Is different strokes for different folks. We all have different perceptions. And speaking in the 12-step setting, if somebody, if I say I'm Brenda and I'm an addict, we all understand. Yeah. We all know. We all know. But like outside of the 12-step community, um, I, I would say, and I even say it in the 12-step community, I'm a recovering Addict. I'll always be recovering. I'll be recovered once I get my wings. So that's just like we all striving for perfection in this walk with God. So nobody would never fully be perfect. Right, right. And like in the 12 step setting, uh, in one of uh, the steps, you know, it says that, you know, we're striving for progress, not perfection. Yeah, all of these progress. things come from the Bible. It's just a word game. Yeah, just a word. Uh-huh. Just to keep it from, you know, uh, being, um, you know, tied to religion. Because, and, and the reason for that, because we have a lot of atheists and agnostics and all of that. Gotcha. So, therefore, they just, you know, took the, the religion out and had it open for everybody. Right. They adopted for everyone to be able to be a part of it, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. You have a question? You don't have a question yet? Sure. You don't? You recovering? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh-huh. And we have, um, it's a support system. Again, it's like one addict helping another. Just like church. You know, you know, we have a church family. We have uh, Bible studies. And it's, it's, it's just to one one person helping another. Each one teach one. Right. But nobody understands exactly. the, the addict like another addict. Ah. I can tell I can tell my story to uh, a person that's not an addict, and they'll be ready to throw me in jail, under the jail, or in the crazy house. Right. Okay. But to another addict, we all understand one another because we all have the same last name, addict. Got to be more careful, you know, or, or or sinner. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh, center. And the way that I identify myself, okay, oh, doing these almost 44 years, uh, as I said earlier, I've been through. I've been um, to jail. I think I was like 21. I was in jail for eight hours for acting out on feelings. Yeah. So now, just because you've been to, just because you went to jail, you think you got clout now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I've been to jail before. Eight hours. Eight hours. Right. Eight whole hours. I was the oldest thing up in there. But but what I'm saying is that through those feelings that had me to act out like that, 
I chose to act out that way. It wasn't consciously, you mm-hmm. know, but I didn't pick up the dope. Mm. No, no matter what we, and like we have a saying in the 12 step community, uh, we don't use no matter what. It's a no matter what club, no matter what. I could have wow. easily, with my feelings being hurt and all, I'm just feeling all these negative feelings. Yeah. Uh, we call them uh, defects and yeah. all those negative feelings and stuff. I could have easily did what I did all of my life before recovery. I could have used some dope to numb those feelings or right. to run from the feelings. Exactly. You know, the The process of, of the whole thing is talking. Talking. It's talking. It's talking. Talking to Mama B, aka Bren Bren, aka Brenda, aka whoever. But she's here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, she is here. So we are we are talking about the, the different processes that people deal with on um recovery and how people deal with the um the drug abuse alcohol is drug and weed is drug and drugs is drug is a drug whether it's pills to liquid to sniffing or shooting a drug is a drug mm-hmm. so mom B, I want you to take us um through the different there are 12 steps. Are you able to tell us what those 12 steps are? Sure. And, um, and, 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 and does you, well, I asked you that question when you finish. Okay. The, um, first step is that I'm powerless over my addiction Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. One, we admitted that we were powerless over our addiction. Okay. That our lives had become unmanageable. Wow. So the first process is the admission process. Admitting. Admission. Uh huh. Okay. Admission. Admission. And and without that first step. Um, there is no recovery oh. because the surrender comes in that step. Gotcha. I admitted I was and accepted the fact that I was powerless. Confessing with your mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then two, we came to believe that a power greater mm-hmm. than ourselves what you could restore us to sanity. Okay. Now, with that, when I first came in, restoring me to sanity. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to be crazy to be restored to sanity. I didn't know mm-hmm. I was crazy. As a Still ain't restored. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? I get you. Okay. Get you, you know, and uh, so, um, and then looking back at my life out there in the world, the things that I did or the near death. Uh oh. Over and over. I think we lost you after near and death. Different results. You can hear me now, Mom B? Nothing but. Uh, yeah. Okay, because we had lost you after I near death. You. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've had so many near death experiences and continue to do the same thing over and over. Thinking it was going to be different. Right. So I had to be crazy. Mm-hmm. So here, in this in this step, yeah, uh, I have to uh, came to believe that a power greater than me could restore me. Gotcha. To sanity. That's step two. Uh huh. And three. Made a decision to turn our will and our life over to the care of God, as we understood Him. And this was such a relief for me, y'all, because I grew up with this. I grew up, uh, I'm 73 now, so this is going way back, way, way back. And 
and and back then it was just vengeful God. You know, he would punish you if you spat <clears throat> on the sidewalk. You know, if you look cock at it. He was just just punishing God. So Probably when I when I read this step here, when it said a God of my understanding, yes, that made it easier for me to get a re, uh, a relationship with Him because I didn't. Um, uh, when I first came in, with me being so bad, and I thought I was the scum of the earth, I knew God didn't want anything to do with me. So you thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's the way I was taught back mm-hmm. then. Uh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But as I continued to grow spiritually, I began to get a God of my understanding. Right. For instance, I'm going to use a, a thing here. Uh, I had I was smoking, and I had stopped smoking one time, and then I started back smoking. And this lady said to me, she said, Brenda, you smoking again? You started back smoking again? I said, yeah. She said, God going to, I put the hand up. I said, mm. roll it right, right there. Your God roll like that. Mine mm. don't. And, and make sure you, so you clarified. You were smoking. Relationship with God. You were smoking what? When she mm. stopped, you was talking about you smoking. Clarify what you were smoking. Cigarettes. Yeah, make sure we say that. They probably think you might be talking about smoking crack. Cigarettes. Okay, good. Cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to condemn you uh-huh. smoking okay, so, cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so if I would have listened to her, she was going to tell me what God was going to do to me because I was smoking cigarettes. I right. Told her. By this time, I had a God of my own understanding. I have a loving, caring, forgiving God, you know, not just punishing God. So I stopped it right there. And uh, four, we made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And this is really good. This is taking a trip back in the past from as far as you can remember because everything begins way back then. I was not born to become an addict. I was not born to feel the way that I felt about myself, which was bad. I was taught those things. Right. So this is an inventory step and getting into the feelings. And once, because see, we can stop, I can stop using the dope but if I don't get to the exact nature, the dope wasn't the problem. Mm. The dope, the drugs was just the symptom. Yeah. You know, so I had to get to the problem of why I used the uh, 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 drugs. And that was to escape myself, escape my fear. That's the b And that helps with that. Wow. Talk to and us. five. We admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of mm-hmm. our wrongs. And that's why I can uh, say to you, Pastor Happy Thief, um, I uh, stole some ice cream um, out of um, Fruit Line. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not the exact nature. The exact nature is why I stole you're right. The, mm-hmm. So I can admit that to you. And then we would say, well, God already knows why we got to admit it to God. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a, a spiritual cleansing process, you know, to say it out loud to God and to another human being. Mm. And six, we were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. My character was jacked up. Oh, I yeah. had no character. Right. You know? <laughs> they all, I mean, I was just one big ball of defect. Defects. Mm-hmm. And here in this step, I'm ready for God to remove them. And the defects can be uh, 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 defined as sins. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I was ready for him to remove my sins. And seven, we humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Now, the shortcoming is acting out on the sins. 
Hmm. Now he can, he can remove the sins. Yeah. Now, what can be confusing sometimes for younger people in recovery? They say, "Well, you know, I ask God to remove uh, uh, these defects, these sins, mm-hmm. to remove them." Okay, so it they think that hey, once I ask God to do that, He's just gonna do it, and that's it. But see the removal of the defects is having the, is not acting out on them anymore is learning not to act out on them um it's um they are arrested just like the disease of addiction itself is just arrested hmm. you know i used to be a thief i used to be uh, very promiscuous promiscuous um, girl a big liar I used to be all of that. Now, those are, are my defects. I'm not acting on them today. So that's the removal part. I'm not acting on them. But I can activate them at any time I choose. At any time. You see what I'm, I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so they are not going where I won't ever do it again. Um, but I'm choosing not to. So it's a choice. It's a choice. Read. And then, and then. <laughs> oh, <darn. laughs> oh. Number eight, we made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Wow. Because um, addiction is a family disease. Anybody that an active person is around is affected. Huh. The whole family can be crazy. Wow. Not using, but that, 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 that hey, uh, that's something like one apple. Okay. Can, can, okay. Can spoil a bunch. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One bad apple can spoil a bunch. That's right. That's right. And that's why they have programs for the family, like Al-Anon, Narconon, for them, for the family members and the loved ones to go to. Because uh, it affects everybody. And then, so in that eighth step, become willing to make amends to them all. And then nine, we may direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so we injure them or others. Mm-hmm. So, so now, um, if I stole money from you, Pastor Happy Feet. Yep. Um, now cut the shoe short to use the bathroom. If I stole money, if, if I stole money from you, and I split it with one of your kids, I'm not going to come and make amends to you and say, "Pastor Happy Feet, I stole money from you and I shared it with one of your kids." I wouldn't do it like that, right? Because that could hurt me, or that could hurt your kid. Right. Because we don't know how you're going to deal with it. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I know, too. So that's mm-hmm. why I wouldn't come Cut to you directly too short to with use that. the bathroom. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So a lot of ways that we can make that. See, there's direct amends, and, 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 and then there's indirect amends. And a lot of amends that I needed to make that I had put down the names I had put down in the A step where I needed to make amends. Mm-hmm. A lot of them I couldn't do it direct. Some people were dead. Some people I have I don't have a clue where they at. But the point is I became willing to do so. Right. I became willing to do so. And if I make amends to you and you don't accept my amends then that's your problem. I've done my part. Yeah. Spiritually, I'm cleansing myself. Not I'm responsible for the effort. Not God got the, the outcome. outcome. And, and that is just like asking for forgiveness. And like, you know, you're just flipping in. The Bible tells us to ask for forgiveness and, and be forgiving. So that way everything could be smooth everything can uh it, it'll be a burden lift off you you know because unforgiveness is like drinking a glass of poison and you, it kills you slowly yeah. so yeah this this is definitely good as at that right. all of these steps can go on what you said they all came from the principles they of the bible from, they, they all from the bible and each step i don't have the um 
my recovery uh, Bible. But each step uh, in the recovery Bible mm-hmm. will take you to the script where it came from. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You still got your spot? Mm-hmm. Ten. We continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. <clears throat> yeah. Promptly is the key word there. I do something wrong, I need to promptly admit it. Because if I hold on to it, I'm going to uh, wind up, uh, my defects <laughs> may start popping up. I may start getting um, uh, resentful, um, you know. Yeah. I have to I have to get rid of it right away. Okay. I don't want to hold on to it. it. That's just like if me and my husband have a disagreement, argument, or whatever. Yeah. You know, I want to... Uh, Straighten that out, and and not go to bed with it. Okay, yeah. We're gonna do our thing and settle it and talk about it and whatever and get Wait past it and not go to sleep with it. That's TMI. We're gonna do our thing and then talk about it. You gonna let the world know that, Mama B? <laughs> We didn't need to know that. Uh, the kids are really throwing up right now. Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah, bring me out of this. Help me. Yeah. We we saw through prayer and meditation. I'm praying for you right yeah, now. Yeah, there you go. To improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him. Praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. This is good. Mm-hmm. And see, and three and 11 kind of t- ties in together. Uh, step three is uh, turning my will and my life over to the care of God. Yeah. And then this step here is uh, seeking him. Right. You know, making my contact with him greater and seeking the knowledge for his will for me. Okay. And then 12. 12. The Having had a spiritual awakening. Mm. Now, the spiritual awakening, um, when we come in, we are spiritually dead. Right. When we out there in the world. Okay. And uh, coming in and getting straight and, and, and beginning to do some work the spirit, these spirits begin to awaken. When I started taking baths, when I first got clean and started taking baths, because I didn't when I was out there, it was like, whoa, wow, this is yeah. great. Yeah. Wow, thank you. Well, I look, bet that was a I've sight. Been missing. Look yeah. what I've been missing. Yeah. And it so, feels, so it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just, not just uh, physically, yeah. spiritually. Yeah. God, this is good. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, those are the spiritual awake. So, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to addicts and to practice these principles in all our affairs. All right. So, this goes back to what I was saying earlier uh, in the twelve-step community. We carry the message by sharing our experience, strength, and hope with each uh, with each other, mm-hmm. and the uh, and practicing the principles, practicing living the fruits of the spirit. Right. We practice living it, and there's only yeah. nine of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so when we dealing with this and going through these twelve steps. Um, do you guys go through this all in one setting or how, how, how does the process begin? Okay. Like, uh, okay. I'll, I'll use the example of, uh, compared churches. Like some churches, uh, have Bible studies. Some have choir practice. Mm-hmm. Some have, uh, all these other different kind of meetings at right. church. Right. Right. Okay. In the 12-step community, uh, we have step meetings. We have tradition meetings. 
tradition, the traditions, the 12 traditions as well. They are like the guideline, the bylaws. Mm. And they all connected with the steps. And uh, so I will go, I can say if I want to go to a meeting tonight, I'll look at the meeting schedule. And if I want to uh, go to a step meeting, I'll look at the schedule and see what meeting is having a step meeting. And and at that meeting, it's all about that step. So tell me, how if I'm if I'm trying to get clean and I'm trying to look for a place, I'm trying to get to a place to um, start my recovery mm-hmm. process. What what can I do? Um, it depends on each city, but what is it that I can? How can I start out by beginning this process? Who do I need okay. to talk to? Where can I go? Okay, there's uh, hotline numbers that they can get through four one one online wherever there's hotline numbers, and there's is different. There's a lot of people in recovery, I mean, uh, that's not using. I know a lot of people that's not using, that used to use, and they stopped by going to church. Mm. They didn't need a 12-step program. They didn't need detoxing. They didn't need none of that. Go ahead, now. Some just, but see, they replaced it with something. Yeah. yeah. Now, people like me, that was chronic. Yeah. I mean, really chronic. See, church, uh, psychiatry, uh, none of that stuff helped me. What you say? Yeah. So that's why uh, I like I'm, I'm like a chronic. I was a chronic user. So I had to go through treatment. Had to go through detox. Somebody that really that and the drugs really messes with you physically, mentally, and spiritually. And before the process can really begin for the chronic user, they need to be detoxed. Because how you going to how you going to focus on getting better when you too sick to even sit up. So first, oh, and one thing very important is this is getting back to alcohol. Detoxing from alcohol. I'm speaking now specifically about alcohol withdrawals. Specifically alcohol withdrawals. You can die from alcohol withdrawal. Now, the other drugs, the withdrawal from them you don't necessarily die from. You may wish you were dead by feeling so bad, but medically, you just don't die from the withdrawal. And you can die from any drug, but I'm talking about the withdrawal. Right. And that's why a lot of insurance companies um, will, um, like if you go to, somebody go to uh, a detox, go to be detox. And they don't have an alcohol history. Well, that's how it used to be, but now they got drugs to, I mean, medication to treat opiates. But if alcohol was not involved in the in the person's history, they couldn't be detox. Wouldn't be detoxed. The insurance wouldn't pay for it. Hmm. And 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 the insurance was paying for. I mean, alcohol had to be in the history. I used to tell people that was going um, to be detox that did not drink, they use other drugs. I said, look, you go in there, you lie, you you say you drink. As a matter of fact, get you a bill or something when you go. But you got to have, you got to have alcohol in there get for them taste. to take you in. Right. Them, hey, sometimes you got to. A lot to get help. Yeah, you got it's a lot to get help. Yes, yeah, yeah, so I'm and just saying, you know, the insurances would only pay for for treatment from detox from alcohol. But today they have uh, the this new uh, medication, Suboxone, and stuff like that that treats opiates and uh, treat detoxing from opiates, and they still 
I mean, there's so many drugs out there. It's like now. It's, it, it still and and it still takes a drum to fight a drug, isn't it? Something. Mhm. Mhm. But it's helpful. Uh-huh. But some people can get hooked on so much stuff, and then and especially this, especially the other drugs, especially the other drugs. Yeah. Now with alcohol, and alcohol was my main drug. Now I would use anything if you had whatever you had. Yeah. I would use it, but. I spent my money uh-huh. on alcohol and pot. <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't, oh man, I, I remember, I remember, um, somebody had had some um, heroin, supposed to be some heroin, and I uh, snorted some of that stuff. I was itching like OMG, and. What I found out when I got into recovery that that was Skag. Um, it was this guy that used to work in uh, the hospital in uh, uh, Brooklyn, Kings County, and every New afternoon, York. every afternoon he came home with a handful of pills. They looked like Skittles, and I would take those pills and um, and drink my Thunderbird. What wash you say? Them down huh? with, my, with with my Thunderbird. So yeah. whatever. Whatever I was a garbage here. Whatever somebody had, I would use to drink but that I would, tea. I would just spend my money on, um, you know, alcohol. But uh, it is it is such a thing that somebody that want help, they uh, can go to the ER, mm-hmm. and the ER would um, put them where they need to be, you know, and. If they are not that bad, they can um, go to a, a behavioral health center and, you know, get outpatient treatment. There's so much stuff out there. Some can, some, some people can go straight into the 12-step program without detoxing. It's an individual thing, but it's nothing but help out there. Or you have to do, and you see, but you used to see it on TV. You don't see it as much anymore. But uh, all this information is online in the phone book, 411. All the information um, is out there. And everybody, just everybody named Mama have a cell phone. So all you have to do is Google it. <laughs> yeah. It ain't nothing Google ain't got. That's right. That's right. And I call myself. I never thought, y'all, that I would get out of my 20s. And here Mm. I am, 73. Yes. Absolutely. 73. 73. And I look at my trip through the wilderness. um, I look at myself like, I call myself Miss Joe. God told Satan. You can have Brenda. You can do anything you want to with her, but you can't kill her because I got something for her to do. You know. What you say. And since I've been clean, um, I'm a retired addiction therapist. That was mm-hmm. my way of giving back. I didn't want to do that. I was going to be a mortician, but it hit my spirit. God seemed for mm-hmm. me to um, How long you uh, did it? do about 36 Okay. Seven, eight years, something like that. Mm-hmm. I was uh, what five years in recovery, or four years in recovery when I started, something like that. Yeah. And I just don't help people in the twelve-step uh, community. It's anybody that I can, anybody that I can, and these. I wanted to be a traveler. I wanted to travel the world. My my thing was like, you know, going overseas and all of that. But God seemed fit for me to travel where he wanted me to go. Because every, and I go a lot of places, used to anyway, and everywhere I go, I'm talking about him, God, and where he brought me from and what he's doing for me now. So you lied to me. So that's why he lets me travel. You lied to me. You told me everywhere you go, you're always telling people about me. You just did that just to try to make me feel good, you, didn't you? You, you, uh, you breaking up. I can't hear you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to repeat this. Can you hear me now? 
Yeah, stop yelling in my ear. What? Oh, oh, my bad. <laughs> I said, so you lying to me. You going to tell me everywhere you go, you always tell people about me. And then now, here it is, you, you saying something different. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you always talking about, oh, everywhere I, I go, I tell everybody about y'all and them the third and the jacks. But look, 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 look. What? You, I do that. I, I talk about you after God. Oh, please. Now, ladies after and gentlemen. God. <laughs> after God. I'm going to let her do her thing, and I'm going to let her tell you how we end up meeting, and then we're going to wrap the show up. Because this is the part that she's been waiting for. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. But number one, I got clean in May of 77. And Pastor Happy Feet was born in August of 77. The day Elvis so, died. I was supposed to be dead. So I tell him that God got me ready for him because he really needs my help. But anyway, I need to go how to we recovery. Met, how we met, that's true. How we <laughs> met, <laughs> how we met, we were in the same church. And it was just so funny. We just, the our family and his family, we just clicked. It was like love at first sight with our families and we just connected and he was playing the keyboard then and uh he was ministering of 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 music but nowhere near past the happy feet nope you know and we would i would cook for him because i love to do that because because he because pastor happy feet is a big eater and i love to see people eat you eat i cook and we just our families just meshed up. And it's been like that, uh, what, 12, 13 years? And she said mesh, not messed up. Yeah, meshed. Meshed <laughs> up together. Yeah, meshed up together. And we've, your family, Pastor Happy Feet family, Pastor Happy Feet and, and Lady D, they're like kid, my kids. And their kids are like my grandkids to me. That's how close we are. That's and, how close we and are. And so to be your age and to have a pastor that young, isn't it? doesn't it feel good to be able to um, be able to say that you're alive to even have that? Yes, yes. And that comes from me being clean, getting clean and being spiritually fed and practicing the principle of humility and open-minded open-mindedness and willingness you know, yes it is really unique a unique relationship to me because you were like my kid and then became my boss <laughs> so but the beauty of it is that it works. I mean, I mean, it works. It, it, it just works because I know when to play and when not. Yes. You know, and I know how to follow. And just because I'm almost old enough to be your older sister, <laughs> um, I don't <laughs> let that be. I don't let that be a factor. Right. I don't let that be a factor. And the and and the factor that keeps us the way that we are is God, of course, and both of our humility. And just because you are my leader, you don't abuse that. Right. I'm trying to boss you around. And vice versa. Right. Until yeah. now that we're about to wrap up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, but I tell you, but um, anybody that want help from this, the process, you just have to be willing to do what is suggested to do. If you're in a 12 step community and you have a sponsor, sponsors, that person that works with you one on one, like a mentor, you know, 
and they sharing their experience, strength, and hope with you because they've been there. They've been new and all of that. And somebody that's really serious about their recovery, are you t- you know, they'll say, if you tell them to jump, they're going to say how high if they want this thing. Those who are BSing and stuff like that, yeah. um, they'll, they won't make it. They won't okay. make it. You know, so, that's so right. It's 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 a, it's a simple program. It's a simple thing, but we are the most complicated. You said that we are the most complicated what? People. Okay. Mm-hmm. Species. You know, the program yeah. is simple, but we complicated. There you go. You know, and you have to have um, a God, and in those who don't believe in God. They got to have belief in a power greater than themselves. They got yep. to be something greater than them. And I got to have you back on here because we got to talk some more about this. So this is mm-hmm. really good. And see, we're here to bring the inspiration and information to all people, not just some, no specific color, no specific race, all people. Mm-hmm. So no matter what you're going through, there is help out there. Thank you guys for tuning in. And Mama B, we thank you so much for joining in with us on today. We lost DMX, as I said, on uh, the 9th. And we want to still give God praise for everything that he has done in our life. So thank you so much, Mama B. And we'll be chit-chatting with you. This was good. Time to begin. We out. and information, a production of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. For more information about Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment, like us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more great content. This podcast was edited and produced by me, Greg Wilkins. For more help with your podcasts, contact us at sightbeyondsight7 at gmail.com. your own podcast but thought it was too difficult let me introduce you to the anchor app first off it's free with creation tools to help create your podcast straight from your phone or from your computer it'll also help you distribute your podcast to any platform whether it be itunes spotify or anything else it'll also help you monetize your podcast and help increase your listenership all at the same time so what are you waiting for go ahead and download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm.com 